Welcome to the Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, just a guy who's trying to live a great life and learn the best way to live it. This show is for the everyday human being that feels exactly how I feel, and every week I'll be bringing you weekly episodes on how to get better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially, so you can have a great mental diet. Welcome to episode 37 of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter. It's good to be with you guys, wherever you're listening, if you're in the car, if you're at home, if you're watching me on YouTube, wherever you are. I wanted to start this episode, which is going to be the name of the episode. The name of the episode is going to be Sonder, S-O-N-D-E-R. What is the what is the meaning of Sonder? Because most of you have probably never heard of it. I saw this for the first time about 10 to 12 years ago, and it changed my perspective instantly. Are you ready? Sonder, the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own populated by their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited inherited craziness. An epic story that continues invisibly around you like an anthill sprawling deep underground with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that you'll never know existed in which you might only appear once as an extra sipping coffee in the background, as a blur of traffic passing on the highway, as a lighted window at dusk. Wow. I remember when I first read that, I would have been probably 1920-ish. And I read it and I was like, holy shit, I'm not the axis of the universe. Not everything is about me. I'm the main character in my story, but so are you. This podcast is, I'm just an extra in your life, but you're also an extra in my life. It's a very interesting perspective when you really think about it. Like I live in an apartment building and I have two apartment buildings next to me and I see people living their lives. I see their kids running around. I see people making dinner. I see people's pets. I see people picking up their pets the same way I pick up my pets. And a lot of people just, they live on this kind of level of reality, this level of consciousness where they look at those people as just other people. They just look at them as extras in in your life. But it's a very interesting perspective when you just, reverse that and be like, well, they probably look at me and I'm just an extra in their life. It's a very strange feeling to to kind of sit with that. It's like it kind of simultaneously makes you feel not important at all, makes you feel very small and insignificant. But at the flip side, it also makes you feel very connected to all those people because we're all going through the same thing, this roller coaster called life. We're all scared sometimes, we're all happy sometimes. We have people around us that die. We, have, we go to weddings. We go to funerals. We go to jobs. We have relationships in our life that we wish were better. We have relationships in our life that we're grateful for. We have friends that we worry about. We have siblings that we worry about. We're all just trying to figure out this thing called life. And I don't even think anybody really has figured it out. <laughs> like, What's the best way to live life? A great question. I certainly don't know. I mean, you could you could go one direction where you're in the service of other people, where you live your life to better people's lives around you and you live a life of service. Or you could live a life of kind of pleasure where you just pursue things that you want to do and you go do things that you want to do and you don't live a life of service. And I can really see both perspectives. I can see them both. I totally get them both. Like it's almost like 
living a life of service could be almost seen as like a martyrdom where you just are living for other people and you don't put yourself first at all. But when you live a life of pleasure, you only put yourself first and you don't really think about other people at all. I think this is what my opinion. I think you have to live somewhere in the middle where you live a life of service, but you also make sure that you pursue things that you're focused on and that make you inherently happy, regardless of what other people think, regardless of what your mom or your dad thinks or your spouse or whatever, you have to go do things that make you happy, that fill you with joy. But a lot of a lot of us don't do that because we're scared of what other people think. And it's just so funny because if we could sit more with that feeling of sonder, S-O-N-D-E-R, Highly recommend you dive into it and look it up. But I mean, there's not really much not really much to look up. I already read it to you. The realization that everybody around you is living a life just as vivid, just as epic, just as much of a roller coaster as you are with their own routines, their own relationships, their own fears, worries, anxiety, joy that you are. And the picture that it shows, like when I search it up in Google Images, is this. And if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully the camera focuses. It's just a city with cars on a highway and it's kind of sped up. And if you've ever looked over a city, you can see all these lights on these apartment buildings. And I remember realizing that and seeing that and reading that when I was looking over a city and I was like, holy shit. I'm looking over hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that if we all just stopped for a second and looked out at each other, we realized we're all kind of one. We're all kind of connected. And what connects us all is they're all human beings trying to live our best life, which is why I kind of started this podcast. Like this this podcast is for people, anybody. It's for human beings. It's for human beings that want to step away from their unconsciousness and try to have some kind of awareness around their life. What my goal is with this podcast is to interrupt the unconscious patterns we all have and hopefully create a little bit of space for you guys so we can just... Take a step back and be like, hey, wait a second. There may be a different way to look at this reality than I'm currently looking at it. I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with how can I look at this reality differently and what kind of breakthroughs can I have with myself and what kind of what kind of prisons have I put myself in without even knowing? It's a very interesting thought process to follow. And we all do it. It's funny. I um it's not funny at all, actually. It was kind of strange. I was like thinking about half an hour ago. I'm like, what am I going to do this podcast about? I'm like, honest, guys, I totally forgot. I usually record this the night before and I usually record a lot earlier than now. And I just was unconscious, wasn't thinking, wasn't thinking about doing the podcast. I wasn't thinking about much. I was just kind of unplugged. I was watching Game of Thrones. Also, I've, I've never watched the series. I started watching it. It's very good. It's very interesting. And it's 9, 9 p.m. at night. I was like, shit, i got to do the podcast. And I went into the bathroom. I was brushing my teeth because I'm about to go to bed after this. And I was like, what am I going to do the podcast about? What am I going to do the podcast about? And this voice in my head was like, it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to fucking listen to it anyway. And I looked at myself in the eyes and I started getting tears in my eyes. And I was like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? And I started going down this kind of like negative spiral of like, why are you even doing this? Like you've spent so much money on this, which I do I've spent to, to do this podcast costs me about 750 Canadian a month because I don't do anything else. I, I send it off to a team. They build all the Instagram reels that I do. They upload it to YouTube, Spotify, 
podcast, like Apple Podcasts. They upload everything, everything. And I also get coaching from my good friend Kevin, and it is cheap. Seven hundred fifty bucks is cheap. But I just like I felt this like negative kind of kind of weighing on me, and I was like, man, what am I doing this podcast about? And I was sitting here looking at my apartment building, looking at this other apartment building across the thing, across the gap here. And I pulled up my phone and I wrote down Sonda and I, I searched it in Google and I was like, there's somebody else in that building over there. It's probably a thousand people, thousand people in that building. One of them's one of them's suicidal. One of them is looking in the mirror and having way worse thoughts than I have, I am. And I'm not trying to diminish how I feel because you could very easily be like, oh, well, a lot of people have it way worse than me. But it's just interesting to have that perspective and be like, well, I'm not alone. I was sitting next to the, I went to a walk-in today and I was sitting next to this guy and I overheard the conversation and he was like, I need some antidepressants. He was talking to the lady at the walk-in. I was like, I need some pills. I need something. He, it sounded like he was on the phone. It sounded like he was on the phone. I was just kind of creating a story based on the one-sided conversation I could hear. And it sounded like you were on the, on the phone with a sister or a spouse, something like that. I don't couldn't figure out because I could only hear one side of the conversation. And this guy sounds like he's really struggling in his life, kind of overweight, overweight kind of guy. And it looks like he had like work boots on. Looks like he worked in some kind of construction. And he was saying, oh, I was operating this tool at work and I started shaking. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I just, and the, the guys gave me time off at work and I'm, I'm here and I need some antidepressants. This has happened to me before. And then, and then the person on the phone obviously was crying on the other end. He's like, why are you crying? And then he like excused himself from the waiting room and went outside. And I was sitting next to this guy and I just, I kind of just wanted to be like, hey man, like, are you okay? The answer is no, the guy's not okay. I didn't ask him that. He went outside and never saw him again. And it's a very interesting feeling. There's so many people out there going through struggles, going through things. And because we kind of lack that perspective that we're all trying to roll on a rock in space, trying to go through life. We're all very temporary on this planet. This planet's been around for billions of years. It's going to be around for another few more billion years until the sun eats it, which is going to happen in like 800, sorry, like four, 4 billion years or something. I can't remember. It's just, it's just mind-boggling. But you just go back down to reality again. It's just like this dude struggling with something and it's just like, and you can see that in the world. You can see that there's so much pain, there's so much suffering. But then on the flip side, when he left, I saw this, this, Single mom. She looked like a single mom. She had two kids. She could have been, her husband could have been at work, but sometimes you can just tell whether or not that's me being judgmental. Sometimes you can just tell. I think she was a single mom. And there was these two old people in the waiting room and she had probably a one or two year old. And they're like, oh, what's your little girl's name? And the little girl was full of laughter and happiness. And she brought so much joy to these older people who had 13 grandchildren. I could hear it in their conversation. And you see the the joy that a child brings to everybody around them. They got that pure, innocent joy. And she was laughing and having a great time. Two minutes earlier, a guy had been thinking, it sounds like he was suicidal. Sounds like he was on the edge of ending things. And this is these polarities everywhere. And it's like life is horrifically beautiful. <laughs> it's like so horrible sometimes, but it's so beautiful at other times. And I think the meaning of life is to work on ourselves to the point where we can feel both the deep downs and the massive highs. We can we can feel the ebbs and flows in life. We can feel it. We can feel the rain 
on our face and appreciate the cold drops as it goes down our forehead into our eyes. And then we could also feel the sunlight and we can appreciate both. We can feel the the sadness of a man you're sitting next to going through something horrible in his life, basically getting antidepressant pills, which is not going to deal with the problem. It's like getting a Band-Aid. You're not dealing with the trauma that's causing the depression. The depression is a symptom. It's not the cause. And then you're just getting antidepressant pills, which are helpful. I'm not saying they're wrong. It's just it's not going to fix the problem. It's going to numb it out and help you function. Barely. See that. And then you also see a little beautiful child giving joy and happiness to everybody. This is like a ray of sunlight. And it's just like, holy shit. <laughs> Being a human being is is interesting. It's 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 interesting. So that's all I really wanted to share with you guys. Just that kind of perspective. And I invite you to reflect on your own life and reflect on how that you're put on this earth to feel it all. You're supposed to feel it all. And if there's things you don't feel, I don't I never feel sad. I never cry. Well, you've got a dam in there. You've got a dam that is built up and you need to release it. Because hurt people hurt people. And if you don't, if you can't feel all the array's emotions, even shame, guilt, happiness, joy, frustration, anger, fear, sadness, if you can't feel all those emotions and there's blocks at certain points, you've got stuff to work on. If you're one of those people that's always happy, that used to be me, always happy. As soon as I felt sad or upset about something or angry, I'd try and pull myself out of it. I couldn't handle it. And even when people around me were upset, sad, and angry, I'd try and rescue and pull them out of it. That's one of my biggest things I need to work on. I'm still working on it. I find it very uncomfortable, even sometimes still when people are angry or sad or frustrated around me. And it's because that I find it very uncomfortable for myself to feel angry and frustrated and sad when it's really a natural human emotion. And if you feel uncomfortable when people cry around you or when people laugh around you or when people are super happy or if your people are angry, it's because that that angst and that, um, that discomfort is actually an invitation for you to work on the emotions, which is usually that emotion which is making you fucking uncomfortable and makes you go, oh, I don't fucking like that guy. He's angry all the time. Well, if he's angry all the time, maybe you just need to dis- disconnect with him. But or, But- on another perspective, you might have some anger that you need to deal with and you don't know how to deal with it. Right now, I'm talking about myself. That's all I can speak from. I can only talk about me. So I invite you to look at yourself, look at other people, and really sit with that definition of sonda, which is the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own, populated with their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. An epic story that continues invisibly around you, like an anthill sprawling deep underground, with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that you'll never know existed, in which you might only appear once, as an extra sipping coffee in the background as a blur of traffic passing on the highway, as a lighted window at dusk, as a guy talking to you right now, finishing this podcast. Love you guys. Hope this helps. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. If you found any value at all, please share this with a family member or a friend or just a guy or a gal walking down the street, just anybody at all, if you feel like it could help them and benefit them from the conversations we're having. It would mean the world to me if you could also leave a review. It helps grow the show. It helps the algorithms. 
And I also do love connecting with my listeners, so please reach out to me on social media. The best way to get a hold of me is through Instagram. My Instagram handle is Aaron Lynch Potter, and that's spelled A-H-R-E-N-L-Y-N-C-H-P-O-T-T-E-R. Thank you so much once again.